it's about to go down in a minute let me touch down i'ma get it cause i i i been waiting all night it's game time it's game time on espn central texas here's tom barfield ward white and garrett ross Hey, hey, good morning and welcome to Monday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Garrett Ward with the day off today. So, uh, and, and heck, I think he's got like a little minication or something going on. He's he's going to be out for the next couple of days. Yeah, he bailed on us, man. <laughs> got to hold him accountable. <laughs> he said, you know, I'm out of here. So, <laughs> Ward is, uh, Ward's out for the next couple of days. We're glad you're with us as we uh, get into a Monday, a brand new day, a brand new week, a lot going on. Uh, how are you? I'm good. Everything rocking? Yeah. Everything's good <laughs> so far. It's early. <laughs> we'll get it going. <laughs> Did you have a good weekend? Yeah. I mean, we, we kind of just hung around the house and rested up. Obviously, my son was sick on, well, Friday, Thursday, and... We just kind of hung around the house, but yeah. Other than that, we were pretty good. You? So yeah, I, I, I'm just curious because I know that he likes. He's a he's a, he's an outdoor kid, like oh. like most kids. So did did, did y'all make him hunk, kind of hunker down in the house, or did you give him a little air, let him get outside a little bit? Oh, he was definitely hanging out on the balcony, and I would let him like walk the dog. He, him and the dog, so we would go on walks, and uh, so he got to hang out for a little bit. Uh, our neighbors gave him some eggs, so he was fine. Well, good, 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 good. Uh, am I the only one that is fighting these allergies? No, it's miserable. This is crazy. And I'm not a big allergy guy, but I am this year. This has been the worst year I've had for allergies. I don't know, man. It's just. What's well, that? It's brutal. The, the humidity and the yeah. pressure on top of it. Yeah, but it, the allergies have definitely been really bad this season. Well, and then we have these fluctuation in temperatures. Makes no sense. I, I, I walk outside and go, hang on a second. Uh. For most people, not you, but for most people, it is make a U-turn, go back in, and put long pants on. Correct. You know, because it was 50-something degrees this morning. And its I don't think it's really supposed to get all that warm today. Maybe low 70s? Probably. Uh, for me, like this morning, I opened the door and the dog just bolted. So I didn't have any time to like run in and grab my jacket. I would have went in and put the jacket on, yeah. but I had to you know, commit. And so I just took him out with <laughs> all shorts and shirt and... You know, just, yeah. just persevered. You had to commit. Yeah. I mean, he was gone, <laughs> you, dude. I was you like, were well, all in, were you? I'm not going to hunt you down. So. You know, so we're gonna we're just gonna salvage it right now. All right. Uh, on the sports side of things, what was your big take of the weekend? Ooh, that's a good one. Jordan Spieth winning a golf tournament. Honestly, uh, I, the best the best sports moment I saw all weekend was the end of the Celtics Nets game. Uh, it, and then the way. Jason Tatum was able to spin and make that layup for the win. I thought it was, like, initially watching it live, I thought Marcus Smart was going to take the shot. And then when he passed it off, I was like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I thought the clock would have run out, but it was just barely in time. That was the best sports moment I saw all weekend. What about you? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just I, – I'll tell you this. On the Big 12 front, you had a couple of stunners this weekend. Kansas State winning in Manhattan – over Texas, taking two out of three. And I'm going to tell you right now, they nearly swept them. Uh, That's so random. Well, hang on a second now. It, it gets it's TCU, who I thought was I thought the you know I thought the wheels were coming off on TCU's baseball team. They sweep Texas Tech. That makes it. I don't. I don't I, understand I, it. There's you know. Look, if you'd have told me TCU would have won the series, I said okay. I, I, I yeah, would but be. not a sweep. But not a, not not the broom out. Here we go. 
No. And, and they did. Uh, and, and we'll get into all of that uh, a little later on in the program. And, boy, it's, it's – it's, when you look at the standings, you go, well, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. Uh, and, and you know what? You, you better tip your hat to Steve Rodriguez and the Bears. They, after getting beat on Thursday night by Kansas, which I'm sorry, they're okay. That's a series you're supposed to win, but you got you put yourself behind the eight ball by losing Thursday night. Well, they come back on Friday and just absolutely it, it's it's a they lashed Kansas like nineteen to two, and then they won they won Saturday six to five to win the series. I would have loved to heard like the 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 motivational speech. Something something changed drastically. I I think when Baylor initially lost that game, most people probably hit the panic button. And for them not to hit the panic button inside that, that that room and to come out and, you know, take care of business the next couple of days was pretty impressive. So much is predicated on the mound. It is. You know, Kansas obviously didn't pitch it well on Saturday. I mean, on Friday. Uh, and, and Baylor. It, but you know what? If, there's one thing not to pitch well. And then there's another thing to have a team not pitch well and then you not take advantage of it. Baylor Correct. obviously took advantage of it on Friday. And, I mean, you know, I watched some of it, and it was like – sometimes it was like batting practice. But, right. you know what, you you got you to take advantage of it. And they did. And then, I'm telling you, Saturday was a scrappy little ball game, 6-5. to five. Well, see, that's the kind of game they needed, right? Like, I think when you look at, at most of these midweek affairs, that's what you're hoping to, to get. You're hoping to, to go into those games and, and get essentially a batting practice warm-up. And that just hasn't been the case with playing, like, Texas State and DBU. Nope. So, it was nice for them to take advantage of that. Well, and I'm going to tell you, they got a busy week this week. The, uh, their pitching is going to be tested because they've got five games this week. They play tonight. Mm. They play tonight. They got the L- Lamar in town uh, tonight, and uh, they'll play tonight. They'll play tomorrow night. Then they got a weekend series coming up. So, big weekend there. Uh, let's see what else uh, we we will get into the Mavericks. Eww. I mean, I mean, look, and we'll dive into detail in a little bit, but they're they're not going to have Luca tonight. And they got beat on Saturday. If if he's not available tonight, which he won't be, is this must win? Because I think it is. I think it's got to be. I mean, you don't you ideally you want to take care of home court. Obviously, if you have home court advantage, you want to take care of home court. But yeah. you can't afford to lose this game and then go back to Utah because you're probably going to get swept. If you look, if you get beat tonight, you're going back to Utah, and you still don't know when you're getting him. Exactly. You would hope, I mean, hopefully the first game, game three, ideally, you would, you would need him. You have to have him. Even if he's not ready, I think in that situation, you kind of like look at it and put him out there on the court. <sighs> Man, alive. And we were just talking about right before we went on the air, is a season's worth of work down the drain. Well, that's why you need more than one player on your team, like to carry you. But he's their guy. I know. He's their guy. 28 points a game, 10 rebounds a game. He's their guy. He is. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens tonight. We'll get into that a little bit. Uh, let's see. Spring football. Baylor's last week of practice. Saturday's the spring game. I mean, look, this is where you really got to tighten things up. Um, you know, Coach Arena has has kind of been open all along that he wanted to settle the quarterback competition, had it in. So there's a lot of stuff to, to really dive into and look at. I, I'm still not comfortable Naming the starter, I, I just I'm, I'm apprehensive about. And look, I don't think either one of these guys would transfer. I, 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 I don't either. Bohannon's had plenty of opportunities, and he st- stood put. And I think that you're going to see the same thing with Shapin. 
Um, but at the same time, that's a risk reward you run now. So let me, and I and I thought about this a lot this weekend. And I know that that's one of the things that we've talked about a lot over the last few weeks. Hey, look, if if you put your depth chart together, then you're going to have guys that are going to bail or they're going to hit the transfer portal. But let me ask you this: just and I'm old school, so you you got to understand mm-hmm. where where this is coming from. If a guy's going to quit on you, don't you want to know in April and not in September? Ideally, ideally you would. Uh, and I don't. I just feel like, as a coach, you're trying to control the narrative as much as you can because. But don't you want guys that that like to compete? Hey, look, I didn't I didn't do enough to get the job in April, but there's still August. I can compete and you know and, and show them in August. Love that I, I just don't. Think That's how that, it used to be. I, don't I know, I know you know. but it, it's it's now it's. I don't get to play. Let me take my ball and go home. I, I think it's bigger than that, though. That's that's. I, I just feel like it's a business decision, and it's gotten out of hand. But you say it's a business decision, Garrett. How many of these kids are actually going to make a business of of, of, that's of the sports? They're not going to. I'm They're not. Ninety percent of that them pushes, won't. That, but. Every one of them, since they were nine or ten years old, have been, have the best been player brainwashed to yeah. think that's all that you can do. I, I get it, boy, and that is a bad, bad narrative. And that's why you see the dysfunction in the end. And then you see, you also see guys, you know, follow some of these guys. They they jump in the portal because they're mad because they didn't win the starting or whatever the reason is. And and I'm not saying it's always on the player. Sometimes you know that a coach has gone to Johnny and said, Johnny, it, it just this ain't gonna work. It buddy. ain't gonna work here. You you you, you know you got some opportunity. I, I get that, but for the most part, if if you how many guys are really bettering themselves when they get into the portal? I mean, truly uh, bettering themselves. I would say probably about ten percent. The upper echelon, yeah. isn't it? Maybe yeah. maybe ten percent of them that hit yeah. the portal. The upper echelon, those guys, and, and you because you get the one freebie and that's it. Yeah. So I, I I don't know. I mean, I was hoping that once, for lack of a better term, the new war off of it, right? That 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 it would settle down and be what it was supposed to be. I just I don't know how you're going to manage that. Yeah. Hey, look, if your position coach leaves. You, you know, you, you came to XYZ University to play linebacker, and the linebacker coach just took another job. Well, that's the guy you wanted to play for. I get it. You're out. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's essentially what we saw with Josh White. I mean, he went to LSU to play yeah. for Aranda. Aranda comes to Baylor, and he ends up at Baylor. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that. I, I, I totally get that. It, what I don't get is I'm not getting the reps. I'm not getting the snaps that I think I, I you know, because the guy in front of me. Well, man, beat him out. Buckle I, up and, and strap it on, but that's not happening. It, it, it's, I, I say that. In, in some cases, it is. In some places, you know, it's compete to make myself better. And that's kind of the the narrative at Baylor right now, I think. And I know that, you know, here we go. They're going to say, well, you're the Baylor radio station. But it's true. I think, he, I think they've initiated a kind of a narrative over there that, hey, work to get better for yourself, but also push the guy – across from you to get better and, and and we'll all get better together and honestly I think that's kind of the kind of what he is installed over there and and listen to the assistant coaches talk With, without being prompted they kind of have the same conversation yeah well I mean I, I think that speaks to the culture because you're not seeing a 
even say spring, say after Saturday, we see, I don't know, three players hit the portal. I think that speaks to what you're talking about because mm-hmm. they're all intact. They are all on the same page, but you're not seeing a max exodus. Right. I think that's the biggest difference. And you're right. That, that, that really goes down to the coaching staff and building that, that culture and that mindset. All right, so we'll get into that today. Uh, also, I, and we got a couple things that we want to get into when it comes to the USFL. Did you get to see much of it? I watched a couple of games. So um, did I. I didn't watch the the first one. Uh, I heard that ended a controversy, Birmingham winning, yada, yada, yada. Um, so, but I, I didn't put eyes on that. I watched a little bit of the Gamblers and, what was that, New Orleans, the Breakers? Mm-hmm. The, they were playing. Yeah, yep, yep. And then I watched some of the, the Philadelphia game. Um, no, that was Philadelphia that was playing New Orleans. Uh, but anyway, I watched a couple of those games. But I didn't watch like full entirety, but I was tuning in and out. Yeah, I mean, I, I did too. Uh, and, and we'll talk about the quality of play. Uh, and again, I didn't dive into it enough, to, to, but I did look around and go, okay, there's nobody there. Uh, it li- now, they said that fr- uh, Friday night that Birmingham had a pretty good crowd. There was supposed to be weather. Like, there was real bad weather issues, supposedly. I know they had yeah, a night game that wasn't played and yada, There's yada. a game tonight, 6 o'clock. Right. Yeah. That might be the one they moved because yeah. I think they were supposed to play last night. Uh, so, I mean, there's – But there was but, nothing. It looked like a COVID game. Yeah, I mean, I and you know what? I, that was my initial thought. Well, maybe they're not letting people in, but, you know, I don't know. But then, then I read that, you know, that they had a decent crowd on, on Friday night for the Birmingham game, well, they, which makes sense since every game is played in Birmingham, Alabama. Well, and see, the, the, the other thing was because they, they went, like, at the, the commercial break, either coming back in or what, and you saw people in the suites and stuff. So, I, yeah. I think it might have been more up, like, the crowd was in. Well, there was definitely nobody in the There stands. was no one in the stands, man. I mean, it, it, it was – how about all the different microphones that they had? And I'm like, that's got to be dangerous because somebody's going to say something. There's definitely hot mic issues. Yeah. You've you got like a, a little safe, safety – You better thing. have you about five of those eight-second delays ready to go. Uh, quality of play? Well, we'll get into that. Uh, I'll tell you this. If I'm the USFL, I'm firing every one of those, those kickers. I mean, I saw a couple of field goal attempts that I thought I could have uh, made a better effort at. I mean, they, you want to talk about wide left, they were out on the interstate. <laughs> they, missed, they missed the ramp. Uh, oh, it, it was bad. Uh, whew, horrible bad. I mean, Houston's kicker, are you kidding me already? I didn't see any kickers do anything. I'm no, gonna be honest. it was oh, – oh. Anyway, so what we, we'll we get into that, and, and, and we do honestly have a, a, t- a text from the CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, was there any interest in the USFL, or did everyone forget about it already? Uh, judging by the crowd for the Houston versus Michigan game, no one will be watching next week. Uh, I, I'll say this. I, I, look, I didn't think I was going to watch it either. I said, you know what, spring is baseball, but I did find myself drifting over and, and getting into it. So we'll, we'll talk about it uh, a little later on in the program. Rangers continue to scuffle. <laughs> they're f- hey, look, we're, we're, we're nine games into this thing, and they're five games under 500. Holy blow it up. moly. Blow it up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not good. So we'll get into that, and we'll get into that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco and new location in Temple and let them help you and your business succeed. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Some fairly quiet weather is in store for your work week with minimal rain chances until this weekend. For today, clouds will diminish by this afternoon with a high of 77. Tonight, temperatures drop to 52 degrees under partly cloudy skies. And for your Tuesday, a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 81. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Baseball, here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Monday evening at Baylor Ballpark hosting the Lamar Cardinals. 6.15 for the warm-up show. It's a 6.30 first pitch for Baylor Lamar Baseball Monday. Join Derek Smith and Ryan Boyd for Baylor Bear Baseball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental. They make work easier. Welcome to Allstate, where you can save just by being you. DriveWise and the Allstate mobile app gives you personalized driving feedback. And by adding it to your policy, you can save for driving safe just by being yourself. Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Click, call, or visit Allstate.com to save today. Not available in every state. Savings based on DriveWise and other safe driving discounts. Savings vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for your home or office. Western art and pictures, purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118222462. It's the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. 
Here at La Fiesta, our recipe for being happy and stress-free is a bowl of chili con queso and a plate of enchiladas or steaming fajitas. Pick some up on your way home so you don't have to cook. Order online at LaFiesta.com. Call ahead or dine in and get any of your La Fiesta favorites. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located in Waco at 3815 Franklin Avenue. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, where passion is our most important ingredient. LaFiesta.com. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service, Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and Versalift Southwest. All right, 720, 20 minutes after 7. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on a Monday. Tom and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. The uh, Rangers, oh, they get uh, they get beat again. 8-3. to three. I mean, and when you look at the club, I, I'm having a hard time finding an area where you go, okay, yeah, uh, that's going well. Starting pitching, bullpen, timely hitting, defense, you know, made errors yesterday. That's uh, been the biggest problem for me is the errors. They committed three yesterday. Yeah, that, three. it's sloppy. You're not going to win a Major League Baseball no. game kicking it around like that. You're not going to win a Major League Baseball game, you know, with, with you know, scoring in two frames and that's it. Texas got a run in the second, and they got two more in the third. But heck, they get you know they you give up a four spot in the first. Or, or, or no, I mean you give up a run in the first. So before you ever come to the plate, you're you're trailing. So anyway, uh, hang on. What you got working on over I there? Don't know. I'm not sure. But anyway, Texas loses eight to three. Uh, and after the game, uh, the skipper, Chris Woodward, talked about it. Yeah, I mean, there was some, a lot of mistakes. <laughs> like, kind of like yesterday's game, we didn't play well enough at all to win the game. So, um, you know, I, th- I thought the, the leadoff walks, the early walks in front of the, the top of their lineup, um, the mistakes, um, just we're not playing well. <laughs> you know, we got to fix it. We got to play better if we expect to compete and win Major League Baseball games. We're just, we're not doing really anything well right now. Our bats weren't great. There was some, you know, really undisciplined at times, you know, later in the game um, at bats. And, you know, if we're going to try to scratch and claw our way back into a game, that's not how we get it done. So um, there's a lot of things we need to improve on uh, right now. I felt like early on we were playing okay. We were just, you know, a couple of maybe a, a pitch or a swing away every game. But today and yesterday were two of our worst games. How about that? That that don't sound too promising. No, I mean when the, when the skipper says last couple of ball games are are basically horrible baseball games. So I mean, as the as the man in charge, what are you doing? Like like is this is this something where you're not executing in practice? And that's what throws me There's off about not, professional. They like, don't practice. Like you don't really. What can you really do? No, you're in a 162 game schedule. And, you know, with the players' union and all that stuff, there's there's required time off and all that. Once you get it, I mean, look, some guys can come out early, and, you know, and, and, and take some fielding, you know, some extra ground balls and, and, and some extra BP or whatever the case may be. But you, you rarely are holding full practices at this juncture. And, and, again, it's such an individual sport anyway. That's my thing. Like, like with him – Obviously, he's going to have to tighten up some things on his end. But how much power does he really have? Like, like how he's the one who, at the end of the day, is more than likely going to get fired. Mm-hmm. 
But at at what cost? Like, what can he do? He's not out there making the plays. No, and here's the thing: what? How many? How many utility infielders are there? One. He can replace one guy, uh, and, and he had a guy that that took the day off yesterday. Uh, there's probably one, maybe two utility outfielders. Uh, your pitching staff is pretty much put together uh, for you. Here, here's you know these are going to be the five or six guys. Now you you had some competition and you kept some guys and it was your decision. But you know, look, your roster is your roster, uh, and, and these guys have certain assignments. You know, you're a starter, you're a long reliever, you're a short reliever, you're the setup man, you're the closer, you're our left-handed specialist. It's about perform and how you get professional baseball players or professional athletes to execute at a higher level. I don't know, but that's that's really his only opportunity right now is to see if he can take the the, the club he has and, and and figure out a way to get them to execute at a higher level. And I don't I don't know how you do that. In the end, I'm not you know that's not my job. I think also like when you look at this. I feel a lot of the times the coaches or skip however you want to put it in this situation have help when they have a certified leader in a locker room. Like like you you can relay a message and it might not go across to the guys, but if you have somebody there who does the same thing, who's got a little more pull, you know, I don't feel like Texas has a traditional like a leader of their locker room mm-hmm. that can help him out. Now, I think that when you look at Garcia, he's young. Is he a star? Is he somebody that can become a star mm. and become that? But like, is there anybody on the roster that you're looking at saying, okay, he can, he is a legitimate leader of this team? Uh, you know, I don't know, and, and that's a great point because you have look, they spent what five hundred and eighty million dollars to bring in a bunch of new guys, yeah, uh, and, and they basically gutted that thing. There's only a handful of guys that are remaining that are, are, are you know, from from the from last year, uh, you know, because they really didn't have a major league roster last year. They had no double A and triple A guys playing at the major league level. Uh, now. Is it going to maybe take some some time for this group to you know to you know find your role off the field as you were pointing out you know there's leaders and there's followers uh, you know it, is those veteran middle infielders or the or those guys who maybe may not be very vocal in the past are they going to have to, somebody has to take charge of the clubhouse and be the guy in the clubhouse. And maybe there is right now. We just don't know it. But, you know, I think you make a valid point because there are so many new faces on this club that they may have. They may be having a little gelling issue. And you also bring up a good point about the, the double-A, triple-A roster, essentially, that they had. And when you consider that, obviously, you, you've brought over some, some guys with experience this year, but you didn't have a full offseason. We're in, and I think that could probably go into what we're talking about with the sloppy play and the errors. That's something that you would have essentially shored up during spring training, and you necessarily didn't necessarily have that opportunity this year. So I guess when you combine that, that's also something that could buy Woody a little more time. I just don't feel like – I feel like if they keep this up and he keeps talking like that, there's no way you can save his job. And you're probably right because you're not going to fire 40 dudes. You're going to fire one. Yeah. You know? There's always a scapegoat. But – you you have a valid point. The only thing that I think that he can do, and, and maybe you disagree with me, and if you do, jump on the CNC Collision Center text line. We'd love to hear from you, 254-662-1660. This is his roster. This is the club that they've assembled. This club that they've assembled must play better. How do you get them to play better? That's the $50,000 question. Good point. 
Uh, I mean, you're not going to – you can't go, okay, the first baseman, second baseman, shortstop. You're all sitting. You just got beat out. No, they're they your players. Even, yeah, they don't even have a guess. There's <laughs> one utility infielder, you know. Uh, most of your roster is based off of pitching, which, you know, that's the way it is. So these guys are going to play every day for you. It may get a day off here, may get a day off there, but uh, – for the most part, these guys are going to play for you every day. Your lineup is your lineup. I mean, you may adjust the batting order. Right. But, you know, who plays first and who plays short, no, that's set. You know, who who the who are the five guys in the – unless you go make a trade or find a guy in the rotation, or, or I mean down on the farm and you make a major move. But for the most part, your club is your club. You've got to find a way to make this right. club play better. And that's that's the deal there. All right, uh, it is 728. We're going to talk about the NBA. We'll do that coming up in a couple of minutes, kind of get you up to speed on what's going on in the playoffs, talk a little bit about the Mavericks, and uh, and, and more. We'll do that coming up in uh, just a second. But right now, we want to talk about Pioneer stealing pipe. I ran into them reason, uh, coming out of church yesterday. Did you? Uh, yeah, good, good folks, great family. Been a part of this community for a long, long time. In fact, their family's been serving Central Texas since 19. 19- 43. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, same family-operated business, and now it is Braden's turn at the helm, and he and John and all of those folks do a great job over at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. You know, they're building a new location. Uh, yeah, heck, you and I saw it the oh, other yeah, day. Oh, nice. Uh, over at, uh, next door to Busby Feed, and it is, uh, it's moving along, and they're getting closer and closer, and soon that'll be the new location for Pioneer Steel and Pipe. But right now, they still have the location in Bryan, and they still have the location right here in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. And uh, they're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5 and Saturdays 8 until noon. And, of course, you can always check them out online at pioneerboys.com. You can do that 24-7. Uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has built their reputation one customer at a time. They got the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, Hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers. They carry all sizes of pipe. And, of course, they uh, they provide that great customer service. Remember, they deliver and they unload. It is Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Which organization would you say respects, other than the Cowboys, Zeke Elliott the most? Is there one? Oh, I mean, I can't think of a team right now off the top of my head that has a worse starting running back. <laughs> I mean, really. I That's just... really rude. That is, I have that down as one of the one of the <laughs> meanest comments you've ever said on this show. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. 
At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. At Knife River, we take care of our people. Looking for employment or a career change? Knife River is looking for experienced concrete finishers and form setters. We're also hiring all CDL Class A and B positions and offer training. Good pay, good benefits, good people. Call Knife River today at 254-761-2600 or apply online at kniferiver.com. Knife River is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Rangers lost three of the four games with the Angels after yesterday's defeat 8-3. They have a day off today and start a three-game series at Seattle on Tuesday. The Astros lost at Seattle 7-2. They have their home opener at 7-10 tonight against the Angels. A busy week for Baylor baseball starts tonight at home against Lamar. First pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The Mavericks try to even their postseason series against Utah at home tonight with a 7.30 tip-off. Jordan Spieth won the first playoff hole over Patrick Cantley to win the RBC Heritage Golf Classic. It's the Texans' first win since last year's Valero Texas Open. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 734, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Ward White for the day off. Uh, in fact, the next couple of days, Ward is going to be uh, taking some time away. We are uh, brought to you today, as always, by our good friends at Good Feet, uh, Versalift Southwest, Big Boys Record Service, and Pro Star Rental. Glad to have you with us this morning. Uh, and uh, all right, our, Garrett, let's. Uh, talk a little bit about the NBA you mentioned that the uh, Celtics and the Nets was kind of a fun game to watch I didn't catch that one uh what was your big takeaway over the weekend from the NBA uh well see I only I like watching the NBA once the playoffs start because that's when they really start playing um I feel like during the regular season it's it's hard to really judge you know who the teams are going to be like who the good teams are going to be but once when the playoffs get here, it, it amps up. So I was really intrigued to see Miami really kind of shut Trey Young out and take it to the Hawks a little bit. Um, obviously, Dallas, you would hope to see them get the win, but you knew going into that series they were going to struggle without Luka. Um, I, I was really kind of 
the games yesterday were just all really close. Uh, like when you look at the Bucks and the Bulls, uh, the Bucks when I, I they jumped out, they were up like twenty three to nine or something, and Chicago slowly works their way back into the game. Uh, but at the end, there was Giannis is just too much. You can't you can't hang with Giannis. Uh, so that was impressive, but the 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 one that really caught my attention, and I don't think anybody. I wanted the Suns to win it all last year. I was glad to see the Bucks get a championship. I don't see anybody beating the Suns. Um, I, I think that more than likely, when you look at the East, you're either going to get the Nets or you're going to get uh, maybe Philly to to come out of it. I just feel like that Phoenix is an overall sound team like there's they have no flaws in their armor if they stay healthy that, that was my biggest takeaway well so the Mavericks lose Saturday to Utah that's a four five and it's pretty clear that Luke is not going to play tonight and mm-hmm. again it's just a guy that averages 28 points and almost 10 rebounds a game wh- wh- I asked the the question Thursday or Friday where do they get that production where does that production come from you know and it may take Five guys. I don't know where does the production come from for the for that twenty eight points. How do they survive tonight? Because they have. I, I feel like tonight is must win. It is. I mean, it, you're not going back to to Utah down to still not knowing whether you're going to have Luca for Game Three. I mean, you don't. No, I mean you're going to have to take advantage on the inside. I think you've got to kind of find a way to get Rudy Gobert out of the game. Um, it, it then just kind of you need. Offensive production, I, I don't know where you're really going to get that. You can't rely on shots from the outside as much. Um, I just feel like without Luka, it's going to be a tall hill to climb, and I, I just don't know if they can do it. Well, uh, you know, I know it's just one game, but that's, you know, you were talking a minute ago about the Rangers and leaders and who's the guy and, you know, where does everybody turn to? Well, it's pretty clear in the NBA and the, in the Mavericks – where they turn to, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, he's he's your guy, not only from a production standpoint, but he's he's just your guy. He is, and I think that when you have your overall leader go down, there's only so much you can do from the bench, right? It's, you can you can give some juice, but you're not going to be able to go out there, and so you need guys like Finney Smith to step up. You you got to get somebody to fill the void and create some of that offensive production. You're not going to replace it, and you can't do it with one guy. I'm not. You might have one guy go off one night, but to sustain it from a series, you're going to need two or three people to step up to try to fill some of this void left behind by Luca. Now, look. I mean, they hung in there. It was you know, it wasn't like they got beat by twenty. They got beat what ninety nine, ninety three, something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so they hung in there. But at the end of the day, Utah, Utah did what they set out to do, and that's go on the road and steal one, get a win on the road. And they did. Yeah, I mean, this is a must-win for the Mavs. You can't afford to go down and, and lose. You had home court. You know, you, you had home court. You can't afford to lose both games and go into Utah because you're going to get swept. I mean, th- I don't I don't see any way Dallas loses tonight and comes back and doesn't get swept. I just don't get it. I don't see it. So, what do they do differently uh, from a production standpoint to find, you know, to find a way to get over the hump and, and get that win? And if they do win – I, I, you know, the question is, will they have Luca for Game Three? And you know, there, there's no guarantee for that, Garrett, that that he's going to be available and ready to go for Game Three. No, there's no I, guarantee at all. I, I think that look, if if they're down and they're zero and two heading into to Salt Lake, yeah, he's playing. 
There's no way he's not. You got to put him out there. I mean, it, even if, if if he's hurt and he can't be productive, if you want to save the season, like you you went all in, like you've done this, you you need to win this. He, it looks say say he tweaks something. You rush him out there and he tweaks something. It's and you lose. It's the off season anyway. Let him heal up and try to make a run. You need to bring more people over to help him in the off season. But to me, you can't just throw everything away. You got to put him out there. Well. Well, if if you if you're thinking along those lines and those terms, then you'd almost have to put him out there tonight, and, there, and he's not going to play tonight. Well, I don't think you put him out there tonight. I, I feel like you you rely on your team. You rely on you know Jalen Brunson went off the first game. Maybe you look to him to to step up. I, I think you've got to show that you have confidence in the roster other than Luca. So I wouldn't force him tonight. But once you get out there, yeah, you have to. Treatment, treatment, treatment. I guess I don't know, man. Uh, but again, and, and then you've still got a couple of days until that Wednesday game. What, what is it? Thursday night? I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thursday night. Uh, but you know, if you, if you go to Salt Lake down to nothing, boy, you are in trouble. All right. Uh, 740. We're 20 away from eight. This is uh, game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Garrett, glad you're with us as we roll through a Monday morning talking sports spring football for Baylor. They continue this week. And I don't know. I really don't know the practice schedule. I, I don't know if it's Tuesday and Thursday, uh, and I think it is. I think it's, I think it's tu- Tuesday, Thursday. Tuesday and Thursday with the spring game coming up on Saturday. There's going to be a um, going to be a big barbecue competition uh, on on Saturday as well. And I think it may even start like Friday night. You know, out in uh, Touchdown Alley and in, in that area mm-hmm. and and. Um, where the uh, Baylor Alumni Association has their big tent and all that good stuff. And uh, a little later on in the program, Paul Thorpe is going to join us and, and talk about that, uh, Paul, with the Office of Baylor Alumni. And uh, he'll join us and uh, get us up to speed on what's going on there. Uh, and then, by the way, we will have the broadcast of the spring game coming your way Saturday at 12 noon. Uh, we, we will start at 11 o'clock. We're going to broadcast live. From out in out in uh, out at uh, the the Baylor alumni tent, uh, we'll be there and kind of do a um, just kind of our game day live program as we normally do. Get you ready for the game, uh, and then Saturday twelve o'clock uh, at the at McLean, John Morse and 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 the team with Ricky and JJ and everybody. They'll have the uh, the broadcast of the uh, of the football game. I'm looking forward to it. You're going to get some barbecue out of that? <laughs> you know, I, I'm not broadcasting live there to eat Cheerios. I mean, yeah. Good. I, I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking I need to be a judge. Probably should. What's your go-to? What's your go-to? Like, if, if, what's your go-to barbecue meat? Honestly, you only have one. Yeah. Sausage. Sausage. I love sausage. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'd probably have to go with a rib. See, and I love ribs, but I like to eat ribs at home because a little messy. A little, a little messy. If you do them right, they are. If <laughs> I you like don't dry have, rub. if you don't have some on the side of your face after you're like three bites into the rib, you're not doing it right. See, that's why you get a dry rub to dip it. Oh no, no, no! I wanna, I want them sticky and oh yeah, mm. and just, and just oh yeah, that's how you eat a rib. I ain't doing that. Now I'm gonna, you know, the brisket. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put the sauce on. I'm not. I'm. Not, I'm not dipping my brisket in sauce. No, you. The sauce it. goes on the brisket. Yeah, you smother it. I mean, come on. You, you got to know what you're doing. 
that that would be a rookie mistake. Let me dip my brisket in the sauce. Are you kidding me already? Some Lincoln Riley stuff. No, you don't that do all that. Out burnt brisket he had. You're, I, <laughs> you remember his his brisket he cooked last Easter, and they torched him on the internet because it looked like meatloaf or something. <laughs> I, I'll tell you this: that that charred ends. Oh, burnt that's, ends. That's, that's, that's the, the best. best. That is the absolute best. Okay, 743, and I want barbecue right now. Uh, anyway, 743, 17 away from 8. Uh, let's take a second here, and let's talk about the brokerage house. You could sell your home in five days if you're ready to put it on the market. That's right. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they're going to buy it for a price that you agree upon prior to listing your home. You see, uh the Brokerage House and Aaron Ryan have a uh, proven program, um, a marketing program that will generate offers on your home above market value, and not only that, multiple offers for your home. If you want to know more about this program, it's real simple. Pick up the phone or uh, and call 817-812-2978, or you can go to 5daystosold.com. That's 5, the numeral 5, 5daystosold.com. Or call Aaron Ryan once again at 817-812-2978. Baylor Bear Softball, all season long on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball back in action Tuesday on the road to take on UT Arlington. 545 for the warm-up show, 6 p.m. first pitch Tuesday for Baylor Softball on 101.3 FM. Join Jared Brown for Baylor Bear Softball. On 101.3 FM. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls. The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Halmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team. With current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales. Offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmet.com slash Waco Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. 
sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they will buy it for a price you agree upon prior to listing your home. They're your connection to buyers from not only around Central Texas, but also nationally. If you're going to sell your home, there's only one real estate agent you should trust, and that's Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House Realtors. Aaron has a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers. For more information, visit 5daystoso.com. That's 5daystoso.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Rangers lost three of the four games with the Angels after yesterday's defeat 8-3. They have a day off today and start a three-game series at Seattle on Tuesday. The Astros lost at Seattle 7-2. They have their home opener at 7-10 tonight against the Angels. A busy week for Baylor baseball starts tonight at home against Lamar. First pitches at 6-30 and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. The Mavericks try to even their postseason series against Utah at home tonight with a 7-30 tip-off. Jordan Spieth won the first playoff hole over Patrick Cantley to win the RBC Heritage Golf Classic. It's the Texans' first win since last year's Valero Texas Open. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time continues on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 748, if you're out and about on a Monday, drive safely. For some, Garrett, they may, ha- they may have to get instructions on how to get to work. I mean, they were off Friday. They were off Saturday. They were off, I mean, heck, a three-day weekend. Yeah. Got to remember where, where you work. And so some might not want to. <laughs> well, yeah, good point. <laughs> uh, anyway, drive safely if you're on your way to work this morning. Drive safely if, uh, if you're headed to uh, in, in and around those school zones, too. Uh, be especially careful there, please. All right, 749, 11 away from 8. One of the other things that uh, I, I found to be an interesting weekend was Big 12 baseball. Uh, you know, this was one of those weekends where most everybody played Thursday through Saturday so everybody could uh, enjoy Easter Sunday. Well, the, there's one series that did not go that way. It was a regular Friday through Sunday series, which was West Virginia and Oklahoma State. Now, before I, we talk about the games this weekend, I will say this, and I've said, I think I said it last week, I'm not real clear why the league, the conference, mm-hmm. doesn't say, you know what, we're going to mandate this. This is this weekend and this weekend alone, you will play Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Why they don't make that a rule, I don't know, but they don't. And uh, Oklahoma State and West Virginia played in Morgantown Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Well, so. I, I think it gives an opportunity for the league to – to have some eyes you have some people do their family thing and then you come home and you're eating lunch or whatever and you could watch the big 12 baseball so i mean you know I, I and, and i did i watched a little bit uh of west virginia and uh in oklahoma state oklahoma state takes two out of three so they move into first place in, are they the best team right now the best overall team in this league i will say they're playing the best they're playing the most consistent baseball you know, and I was curious how West Virginia really, you know, really would be. And again, they were at home and they dropped two out of three to Oklahoma State. I still think West Virginia's pretty good. They're pretty salty. Yeah, I yeah. think they're pretty good. Uh, and what? And I think that's what you have. I think you have a bunch of pretty good teams in this league. I'm not sure right now in April. Now this is April. It's not May. Uh, I'm not sure you have that one team that's you know what that's clear cut and going to move out ahead of everybody and and create that separation. If it is, I would say it's Oklahoma State right now. 
the two teams that I thought would be there when we started in February, Texas and Texas Tech, well, I want to talk about those two programs. Texas goes to Manhattan, Kansas, takes on the Wildcats of Kansas State, and they have to fight like crazy on Saturday to win a game to keep from getting swept. That's what confuses me. Like, like all coming into the season, it was it was pretty much everybody had Texas already headed to Omaha. Like, I mean, that's essentially what it was. Now they were the number one team of the country. Uh, you have some, you know, some issues with pitching. Like, did losing the pitcher have that much oh, of an yes. influence on Absolutely. this? Absolutely. Just that one it, guy. Yeah, it changes the way you do everything. It changes. It changes who you pitch on Tuesday night. It changes who you who. Yeah. It, it yes. Yeah. When you lose a guy to, and, and it's Tommy John and he's done for the year. Yeah, it, it really does change how you do things. I just didn't think it would – like, I knew it would have an impact. Obviously, anytime you lose a player of that caliber, it's going to have an impact. But I didn't think it would carry over the way it's done. Well, you know, now you're pitching a guy on Sunday that you probably wouldn't have pitched on Sunday, and, and you're, it changes how you manage your bullpen and your starting rotation. It right. really does. And, you know, So, yeah, it was definitely uh, a, a crazy move. Now – Again, I told you two weeks ago, I think TCU is in a little trouble right now. And we have Steven Simcox from the podcast Locked on Horn Frogs on the program all the time. Uh, and, and Steven wasn't feeling really great about where they were uh, with a couple of situations. And then you look up, Texas Tech comes to town, and you're like, this is a huge – because West Virginia came in and took two out of mm-hmm. three from them. Well, I think that's a situation where you kind of know coming in, you can't afford to drop another – Another conference series at home. You, you got to take care of business. I thought Tech. Well, they did. I know. I thought Tech would beat them. I, I didn't think Tech would sweep them. I thought Tech would probably take two and roll on to Lubbock, and that just wasn't the case. TCU came to play. Yeah, they got the broom out and they swept Tech. I don't think anybody saw that come. I only think Semi saw that one come. Nope. I, it, it, so now, when you look at the standings, Oklahoma State has uh, has moved into first. But remember this: a lot, the way it's all set up. You know, there's there's nine teams, uh, and, and then you 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 got weekends off for finals, and so the number of conference games played really doesn't even out until you get to the end of the year. I mean, then everybody you know will have played the same amount of right. games uh, in conference play or or thereabouts. Because if you get a rain out, it doesn't count. That's why they go off a winning percentage. But right now, Oklahoma State has played. Uh, one less series than, than most of them. Well, no, uh, TCU has played one more series than most. Them and because and, uh, and they, they've got 15 games already played, uh, and Oklahoma State's only played 12, so that's one weekend. Right. Uh, Oklahoma State's in first with a nine and three mark. TCU is in second at ten and five. Uh, West Virginia, after dropping two of three at home, is now six and three. Tech after getting swept is now seven and five. See, they were in they were in great shape. So what have you seen from Tech? Like what what's going on with them? I don't know. Just I mean, I really don't. I mean, off. I saw them a couple of weeks ago and, and thought, whoa, pretty darn good. Well, they always play better at home anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, and most everybody does. I know. And Texas is Texas is the one scuffling. You know, they're they're six and six in the league. This was the team that was the preseason number one team in the country. And that's see that's what goes and back to me. They're an eyelash away from getting swept by Kansas State. And that's what I that's what I'm saying. Like there's no way one player can have that much of an impact on the whole team. Yes, they can. To be that guy. I just don't see everything it. is predicated on pitching. I mean, your club is predicated on pitching. I mean, you're going to go as far as your pitching takes you. I mean, that's just the way the game is designed. Uh 
And, and so, yeah, when you lose a starting pitcher, it changes how beyond Friday, I mean, because Every, you know, everybody that unless he was your Friday guy, but you know, if he's anything other than Friday, it does change everything. It, 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 it your club is weakened. Come on, now you know that. I know. I just feel like that you have you lose a left tackle. Does it affect your offensive line? It does. It does. I guess I, I just I don't. I guess I don't know baseball that well to see how that would mess it, it up. Well, it does. It really, really does. Uh, Texas, as we mentioned, at six and six. Oklahoma's four and five. They were off this weekend and played three non-conference games. Uh, Baylor, after uh, dropping the Thursday game, came back to win fr- uh, Friday and Saturday uh, to move to four and eight. And then the uh, the two teams in the bottom of the uh, the league is Kansas State at three and nine. The Kansas, think about that now for just a minute. Kansas State's got three wins in the conference, and two of them are against Texas. Yeah, that's uh. That shows you how. And you know who the, the third one? Was. You know who the third one's against? Probably Tech. Tech. They That's beat Tech. Ridiculous. They beat Tech on a. They beat Tech on a Sunday <laughs> to prevent getting swept. They beat uh. Tech. So they got three wins in conference play, and they're all great RPI wins. Tech and Texas, and then finally you have uh, Kansas at two and seven in the league. Everybody uh, is above five hundred, with the exception of the Jayhawks. The uh, Kansas Jayhawks are 14 and 20, but everybody's at least Kansas State's at 17 and 17. Baylor's at 18 and 17. Then everybody else is, right. you know, so look, it's a good league uh, and it's a deep league, but I just, I'm not sure that there's a great team in the league. And I thought there might be one or two right. when we started. And there still may be. Again, we're talking in April, Garrett. We're not talking in late May. Very good point. When it, when it, when it, when it gets down to, that's the pushing and shoving time, late May, uh, <laughs> when you get ready for conference tournament and, and regionals and supers and all that good stuff. All right, 757, let's continue our Baylor conversation. Let's welcome in the voice of the Bears, John Morris. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including baseball and softball with wins at home. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Baylor University is where lights shine bright. So let there be light. Let there be roommates and teammates, scholarship and championships. Let there be fresh starts and new traditions, fast friendships and lasting impacts. Let there be laughter. Let there be joy. 
Let there be light. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Join us for the Baylor football green and gold spring game. Presented by TFNB, your bank for life on April 23rd from McLean Stadium. As Coach Dave Aranda and the Big 12 champion Bears wrap up spring drills. Join J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for the spring game broadcast beginning at noon on April 23rd. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. It was a big weekend at both Baylor Ballpark and Gatterman Stadium this weekend. At Baylor Ballpark, the Bears won two of three from the visiting Kansas Jayhawks. After dropping a 3-2 decision in the Thursday evening opener, the Bears won big on Friday, 19-2. Season highs in runs with 19 and hits with 22 on the night. Then the Bears won the rubber match on Saturday, 6-5, to take the series two games to one. Next up, the Bears continue a string of six games in eight days. Back in action tonight at Baylor Ballpark hosting the Lamar Cardinals. On the air at 6.15, first pitch at 6.30 tonight, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Also, Baylor softball, a pair of non-conference wins over the weekend. Baylor knocked off Sam Houston State 3-1 and 7-0. Softball back in action on the road at UT Arlington coming up tomorrow evening. Also from the weekend, Baylor men's tennis wrapped up the regular season with a win in Lubbock over Texas Tech. Baylor women's tennis dropped a tough 4-3 decision at home to Texas in their regular season senior day finale. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow, I'm John Morris. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, April 28th, live from Rudy's and hear from softball coach Glenn Moore and baseball coach Steve Rodriguez. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. As the challenges of the pandemic continue, families in poverty are facing fears. They're afraid of hunger, of eviction, but they're not afraid of hard work. When even two jobs aren't enough, they find a way for their families. But when you give to the Salvation Army, you help their hopes outpace their fears. Just $25 a month helps families fend off homelessness. Keep hope marching on at SalvationArmyUSA.org. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, a couple of minutes after 8 o'clock Monday with Tom and Gary. We're glad you're with us as we roll through this uh, Monday morning. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, Paul Thorpe is going to join us from the Office of Baylor Alumni, going to talk about the spring game and everything that those guys have got going on uh, leading up to the game, which is at 12 noon on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll uh, we'll be hanging out there, so it should be a lot of fun. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, we are brought to you this morning by Good Feet, uh, Versalift Southwest, 
Big Boys Record Service and Pro Star Rental. And uh, we're glad you're with us on this Monday. All right. The USFL kicked off their season and the rebirth, if you will, of the USFL mm-hmm. on uh, over the weekend. Three, uh, there was a game played Friday night. Uh, or was it Saturday night? Can't remember. Friday. Two, uh, two games Sunday. And then you've got uh, you got a game tonight uh, that uh, I think is a is a remake or a, or make good from a from a game over the weekend where the weather just wasn't conducive to play the game. All right, so you had Birmingham beating the New Jersey Generals twenty eight twenty four. You had uh, Houston beating Michigan. The Gamblers went at seventeen to twelve. It was the uh, Breakers of New Orleans over the Philadelphia Stars twenty three to seventeen, and then tonight. At uh, 6 o'clock, you're going to have Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh. Again, uh, I watched some of the Houston-Michigan game, probably most of the fourth quarter, and I watched uh, some of the first half of the uh, New Orleans-Philadelphia game before I had something I had to do. So, granted, a small sample Mm -hmm. size. Two games and not even complete games. And I know that you you got to see some of it as well. I did. And I told you during the break, I, I want this to be good. I want another option during the spring and summer. I want to be, you know, hey, look, wouldn't it be cool to, to know that we can watch some quality golf if we want? We can watch baseball if we want, or we can watch football. I mean, it gives us it gives us some choices. What was your what was your takeaway of of the sample of the USFL that you got? Uh, I think that it's got promise. Um, it was at times the product. I don't know how to put this. Um, I know how to put it. It was bad at times. The play was bad. They keep it simple. Um, everything is, you know, simplistic for your play calls. Uh, I think that you have some, some athletes out there, but it's entertaining. It's not something like I'm going to go out of my way to, I'm not like going to pick a team and gear up and, you know, be excited about it, but it's fun to watch. Well, they want you to gear up as many gear up commercials as they ran. They do. I, I feel like you're probably going to have a couple of guys, just like we did in the XFL, who will shine through the course of the season and get a, a, a roster chance uh, in the NFL. I, I feel like that's a very, very small sample size. Maybe two or three players at the max might come out and go to the league. See, when the USFL was here the first time around, they had terrific players. Well, they had the but, funding. They had the owners with money, and they were getting players. Well, look at the look at the way the program – first of all, let me just tell you this. Here's what I saw. I saw competitive football, but not really good football. Correct. I saw really simplistic RPO-type plays, a lot of underneath throws, uh, kicking game – for what I saw in both of the games that I watched was horrendous. Which is Not probably why bad. they put those rules. Horrendous. Huh? That's probably why they put those rules where you don't have to kick. You can, like, go for two from the ten. Well, I saw four. a couple of field goal opportunities for Houston. And it was just not very good. I mean, when, when, when I say wide left, I mean wide left. I was wondering if it was going to stay in the stadium. I mean, that's how poor the kicking game was, I thought. I also feel like the, the biggest concerns were, well, 
is depth of the teams first off because you saw a couple of injuries. Mm-hmm. Saw injuries to quarterbacks. Yeah, it, you know, you saw that. Uh, I believe there was a DB. It looked like he broke his arm. He was holding it going off the field. Do you have – how do you balance that with these small rosters? And I think you brought up a good point earlier. Like once spring – once the draft comes and, and people don't go – to the NFL, like, do you do you see some of these guys maybe trickle down and go into this league? Well, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering, you know, after the draft, if you don't, you know, if a player didn't feel like he he, you know, even if even after the draft, look, guys are going to get signed to to practice walk, squads pra- and everything. Yeah. Walk on, you know, the walk on type program. If that doesn't fit your bill. Do you then trickle down to the USFL? Is there, do they have? I don't even know the USFL rules. If if the are the rosters locked, uh, other than injury, you know, replacing players that are injured, I you know, and then after that, next fall or this summer, you know, when 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 teams report to NFL camps, players that don't make NFL rosters, do they then for next spring season? Year two of the USFL, do you see some? In other words, do you see some? Do, do you see some of these borderline NFL players then work their way down to the USFL to improve these rosters? Because right now, I'll be honest, I, I saw a linebacker I think from New Orleans that I thought, hey, that guy can play. There was like two players. You could yeah. you could kind of handpick who you thought, hey. Not a bad, and again, small sample size. They're just starting. I get all that, but watching it from what I watched yesterday, uh, again, I thought it was competitive, but I didn't think it was very good. Yeah, I mean, I think you obviously have concerns in the, with the offensive line. To me, that was the biggest difference. Like you know, the offensive line play was hit and miss, and a lot of the quarterbacks were running for their lives. Will and- you watch it just because it's football? I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I've given all of these new leagues a chance. Now, what's usually played out in the past, and it's more than likely going to happen with this league with me, is after about two or three weeks, I'll just kind of move on to something else or I'll forget about it. That, that's, <laughs> that's typically what I do. I hope that's not the case. And I feel like the, the point behind this league, I, I feel like they really want it to become a developmental league. And another angle of this is, We've talked transfer portal so many times and how congested it is. When it gets to a point where you have a bunch of guys who are older now and you're still in the portal and you can't find a home, do you go to the league? Are you going to see some of those guys trickle in? I think that they want, and the NFL is really the only major sport that we have. Like, you know, the NBA has the G League. MLB has, you know, their, their minor league system, their farm systems. You don't see that in, in the NFL. That you, you have college, and if you don't make it, I mean, we have arena leagues, and, but it's not you don't have a, a set developmental league, and I feel like you need that for a lot of these players, especially well, if you're hurt. Wasn't that what NFL Europe was supposed to be? Well, that's, the di- that's what I'm saying. It, you can't – I guess that might have been what it was supposed to be, but that's overseas. I think that might have a better chance now, but you want something close, right? Like, you, to me, ideally – and I don't know how this would work, but could you say the Houston Gamblers eventually become like a farm system for like a, the the Texans? Well, I've something. always thought that was the that was the one way that a secondary league is going to make it. Look, the XFL is coming, right? 
Correct, yeah. Uh, and the XFL has made deals with the NFL to sample certain rules. But I don't know that they've done anything as far as, hey, look, uh, our players are looking to get to the NFL. You know, I, I don't I don't look at the XFL as a farm league for the NFL. I, I, I do look at them as a partner in, hey, you know, we want to see what, what, what the onside kick looks like from tw- you know, and I'm just making this up, you know, from 20 yards apart. And st- you, you know what I'm saying? Right. They're, they're going to sample some rules, and they're going to do some things in the XFL that is not in the norm of a regular NFL football game to give the NFL a look at this and, and see if they want to even take a look at it. Well, they're doing that with the USFL as well. I, I just, But I, not I, in agreement with the NFL, no, I don't think. And that's another thing. When the XFL comes, I feel like if you want – a, a league, or we're talking about if you want to create a farm system, a feeder system to the NFL, instead of having two smaller leagues, like once the XFL comes to join, why wouldn't you consolidate the USFL? Money. And I know, but consolidate it, share the wealth, and actually sustain it because you can't do it. And that's and I get what you're saying, but if I own the USFL and you own the XFL and we're, and we're rookie leagues, I know I think I'm going to win, and, you're, and I'm going to put you out of business. You think you're going to win and put me out of business? But at the end of the day, if you come, if it's all for the benefit and it's all the same goal, supposedly of, of helping the NFL and developing these players, you put the BS aside and you and you do it. Well, so let me ask you: if we agree that the USFL is deficient on players right now. What kind of players do you think are in the XFL? It's going to be the exact same thing. Or worse. That's what I'm saying. If you put it together and you create one league. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Here's what I do want to know on our CNC Collision Center text line. And, and we got a text from the 903 this morning. Was there any interest in the USFL or did everyone forget about it already? Judging by the crowd of the Houston-Michigan game, no one will be watching next week. Look, are you going to are you going to give it a chance next week? And look, and let me just tell you something. And this is the truth. Here we go. Full disclosure. I'm on the couch yesterday afternoon, making sure that you know that it can hold people. So I was laying on it to make mm-hmm. sure that you know that. Yeah. Uh, and I stumbled into the USFL game. Now I stopped. As soon as I saw it, I said, "Hey, this is the USFL. Let's watch." And so I watched nearly a quarter, full quarter of the. Uh, Houston, Michigan game, but I didn't, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't on, on the radar. Hey, I got to, you know, at three o'clock or whatever, I got to go to the game. Uh, I, I stumbled into it. I, I was just flipping through channels, found the game and went, yep. Uh, I think I'm going to lock it in right here and watch. I think that's how most people are going to do. I, I don't feel like I, I knew obviously, cause I wanted to see the stars stretch. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. I knew that one. So I was kind of tuned in and locked in with the time. But as far as going back to the crowd, yeah, you're. I don't think when you have it in an isolated situation, we've seen so many of these leagues come in and they just run out of money. I don't think they're necessarily worried about the crowd on hand. Mm-hmm. They're trying to save money. That's why they're doing it essentially in a bubble. You have all these guys in one or two hotels. They want to get it off the ground. They're more worried about the, the money coming in from the TV deals and everything else. So th- I'm not worried about not having fans there from a financial standpoint. No, I agree. I, I don't think – I think that's, you know, a piece that – look, if they can get fans there, that's a bonus. I think it's about the television deals and, and maybe some some marketing things, some marketing pieces to it. Uh, and, and, look, are, are, are they going to go in year two? Are they going to go in year – when are they going to go into the cities that they actually 
represent? That's a good question. And another thing I was thinking about that yesterday is when they do make the move and you and you go to your your desk, if it, well, we got to say if, right? Like we don't know how long this is going to last. Nope. If you make it through this season and you say you're going to go back to your city, then do you share a stadium with someone? Like, or, or hell, Houston could go play at a high school stadium <laughs> down there. You know, it, it it would be bigger than what they have. But that's another thing. Do you do you have the finances? Do you or do we see like with a lot of these like UMHB forever, right? Mm-hmm. Like you shared a stadium with with Belton until you built your own. Well, yeah, I, I think you're renting the stadium or you're going into a college stadium, uh, you know, in 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 playing games. I mean, did you like the drones flying around? No, uh, no, <laughs> and I didn't like the 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 you know, and you've seen this before, especially in baseball where the, the, the camera guy will actually run on the field like and, and jog with the guy on a home run. You saw that in the huddle sometimes. I'm like, get that camera out of there. And I thought the, I thought it was cluttery. They had, I felt like every offensive lineman and every defensive lineman was mic'd up. And I know that's not the case, but they had so much what we call nat sound. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cluttery. Uh, and, again, they're trying to do things different. Look, Football Junkie, look at the name here on the CNC Collision Center text line. His name is Football Junkie. Let me say that again. His name is Football Junkie, and he says, I'd rather watch college spring sports. All righty then. I think you're going to have a lot of that. It, it, it's so difficult because of we're, the NFL and college football, it's such a – there's so much talent there that when you see this and it doesn't match that, it makes you not really want to watch it. The crazy thing, though, is – and this is probably going to drive people crazy. There's a – I think that – while we're talking about how bad of a product, essentially it was. It needs some work. Could a lot of these guys go back and compete with some of these older NFL teams? No. Like, you no, don't think so? No, no. Like from an athletic standpoint? No, no, no. I, 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 again, I saw one or two guys that I felt like, hey, that guy's a player. That, that guy can play probably anywhere. How did he get – you know, he got lost in the shuffle – or, or he's going to be the top end of this league and the very bottom end of the NFL. And, and again, uh, you know, from the CNC Collision Center text line, the biggest problem is they want to compete with the NFL and not work with them to make a better product. And, and I'm not sure I agree with that, and I appreciate the, the input. Look, they're playing in April. They're playing in April. They're not playing you – know, we've seen leagues actually try to go in September and October – and you're not only competing with the NFL, but you're competing with high school, college, and, and, and they just get lost. Uh, how long this league lasts? I don't know. I, I, I think, look, they've got, they got to keep these games competitive, and they, and they did for the most part. But they've also got to increase the quality of play somewhat. I mean, and, and again, I realize that was the very first game. But you know what? You get one chance to make that first impression, and the first impression to me was that it was – be- very below mediocre. And then, I, and, and I, but but I feel was, like that's how the, all these leagues are. I feel like this is what every time this happens, it's, just, it's and you mentioned a guy who might be at the top of this league who's at the bottom. I think a prime example of that, going back to the XFL when it rebooted, was P.J. Walker. You know, this is a guy, he looked really good in the XFL at the quarterback, he, you know, and he had an opportunity, and he, Matt Rule obviously was familiar with him with their time at Temple, it brings him on to Carolina, but this guy is not going to do anything in the NFL. Yeah. I, I just, you know, again, uh, I'm going to watch again this weekend. I'll watch tonight. There, there's a Monday night game tonight, 6 o'clock. I'm going to watch. I, I will. Uh, I, I just want to see, 
you know, and again, from an entertainment value, that I was interested to see how, you know, the, I was interested to see how the cameras worked. I didn't particularly like all of those. Th- and the drone thing just drove me nuts. Um, it was like watching Star Wars. You just see something zoom, fly by. Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> All right, uh, so there you go. The USFL week one in the bo- well, no, it's not. Tonight we'll conclude week one, and we'll have it in the book. So, uh, anyway, it, your thoughts on that and anything else that's going on in the world of sports? CNC Collision Center text line two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Will you watch it next weekend? Will you give it a? Ch- if you're a football fanatic, will you give the USFL a chance? I'm going to give it a chance an- next weekend. Another chance. But if it – yeah, next – look, there's a good possibility by next Monday, I'm done. Yeah. I, I, I got to see – I got to see quality of play improve. And, again, like we said, it may take another cycle uh, to get that type of player onto the football field, that borderline, yeah. you know, guy – uh, onto the field, but we'll see. All right, 20 minutes after 8, it's 8.20. This is uh, game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's take a second to talk about our good friends over at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're at 1810 Herring, the best burger in Waco. Why is it? Well, some kind of secret season that they put on the burger. Plus, it's cooked on a flat-top grill, and it's cooked when you order it. Not one second sooner. I mean, it's not like, hey, it's 11.45, let's go ahead and put 40 meat patties on the grill and, and get ahead of it. Nope, they don't do it that way. You hear, you, you go in, you give them your order, you I want a double meat, cheeseburger with whatever, blah, 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 fries on a sesame, whatever, you know, on a sourdough bun or whatever the case may be, however you want it. Then you'll hear the lady start going, I got three down, two down, you know, four on a wing or whatever. I mean, they have these codes that they start yelling out. And that's how they know how many hamburgers to cook and how many, you know, bags of fries or onion rings or whatever the case may be. So it's fresh and cooked to your specification when you order it. We're talking about Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They were doing what I was there Thursday or Friday, and mm-hmm. they were getting ready for a um, a catering, and they were catering, I believe, uh, some Mexican food. So they were, you know, they were doing salsa and all that kind mm-hmm. of They do it all. I mean, look, they serve burgers at the restaurant, and then they'll cater anything. I mean, you, get, you got a party coming up. You got a wedding anniversary coming up. You got a wedding coming up. And you want great food, quality catering? It is double R old-fashioned hamburger. Let me give you the phone number for Perry or for David. It is 254-753-1603. And, again, double R old-fashioned hamburgers is located at 1810 Herring. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas is independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Some fairly quiet weather is in store for your work week with minimal rain chances until this weekend. For today, clouds will diminish by this afternoon with a high of 77. Tonight, temperatures drop to 52 degrees under partly cloudy skies. And for your Tuesday, a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 81. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out Fox44News.com for any changes in the weather. 
Recently on the John Moore Show. Yeah, we were uh, hoping to get Bob Bowlesby on with us yesterday. Hoping to get him on today. Any I don't excuse? Think it's happen. Any excuse not to come on? To skip us? To <laughs> yeah. avoid us? Yeah. <laughs> Going to pretty great something extremes, minor like right? not being Big Twelve Commissioner anymore, and he decides he doesn't <laughs> want to do the program. You Probably. think it went so far as him to say, "I'm not doing that interview. How can I get out of it? I know. I'll resign my job." <laughs> John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and Western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Helmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team. With current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales. Offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmet.com slash Waco Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service, Pro Star Rental, Good Feet, and VersaLift Southwest. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Ward has the day off. 
Uh, let's see. Coming up tomorrow, if everything goes according to our plans, we'll have Jerry Hill on the program. Jayhan Jayaraja from CBS Sports will be on the program. And uh, we will also uh, have somebody uh, following the Rangers uh, on the program. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll get you some of that uh, going here uh, on the program. And that'll be coming up uh, tomorrow on, uh, on game time. Uh, later this afternoon, Matt Mosley will be here at 4 o'clock. John Morris is here at 3, and John's going to have Coach Rodriguez. Uh, the uh, Bears take two out of three from KU over the weekend. And, and, again, I think, you know, look, <laughs> you get beat on Thursday night, and then you come back and put 19 on the board on, on, on Friday, that's, well, that's a positive sign. And then you, you find a way to win on Saturday to win a series that I think you just flat had to win. You had to. I mean, there, you – You've dropped a lot of you definitely in conference play. That you look, you don't you're evenly matched essentially with Kansas. If you look at the series, you had to win that. You know, and look, you get beat on your home field on Friday. That that's detrimental. That's not what you need at all. You needed a bounce back and you needed a bounce back the way they had it. They had it. Yeah. And they, you know, again, they win Friday nineteen to two, then Saturday six to five after dropping the Thursday game. So uh, good stuff for for Baylor baseball. The uh, softball team, Glenn Moore's team, takes two from Sam Houston uh, on uh, Thursday and Friday, uh, Friday and Saturday rather, and then uh, they were off on Sunday. So, oh, that that's a that's a positive as well. So, all right, coming up as we mentioned this Saturday, spring football game. Uh, what what are you looking for? I, I can tell you right now, the big question mark, and we all know it, is who's gonna who's gonna win the quarterback job. So how do you determine that if, you know, if you see one of the guys have more reps with the ones, is is that the guy you're just going to assume is is the number one quarterback? I I don't necessarily know. I, I feel like, honestly, it's Bo Hannon's. Uh, on, you know, I feel like it's Bo Hannon's your starter, Shapin's your backup. I think that they kind of feel like they know that going in. It's Bo Hannon's to lose. Essentially, it is. And he said that from day one. Yeah, so I, I'm not more – I feel like Bohan is going to take care of business. I'm more interested to see can he stretch the field. Mm-hmm. And that being said, you got to have the receivers to stretch the field with. If you'll remember, on, uh, on pro day, he was throwing. He was dropping dimes. And all of the receivers were talking about his ability to throw the ball and the strength of his throws – uh, they were very, very impressed. They were, but that's standing still throwing. I, that, that's I get no it. pressure. It, it, if you can do that and you can translate it in a game time situation, yeah, that's what you want to see. He's going to be standing still on Saturday because he's going to have a red yeah, jersey have the shirt on, on. He'll be sleek. So that's what's really hard for me to put into. I guess if you're you're accurate with it, then that's signs. But I really need to see who's going to emerge as your top receivers. Like I, I feel like. Gavin Holmes is a guy that you look to because of the leadership, but you're coming off of two ACLs. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how Presley was a guy that you were expecting to emerge this season. He gets banged up. We don't know when he's going to play. Uh, you've had Monterey Baldwin get banged up a little bit. Jalen Ellis, I need somebody to step up. I really feel like before the season's done, Armani Winfield is going to be the number one receiver on this team, and he's going to be a freshman doing it. Who's, who's going to get the most reps at running back? To me, it's Tay McWilliams. I, I've, I've been really impressed with Tay. I think he's going to be your number one running back. Um, you, you're going to have – I think they're going to do it running back as committee. I think you kind of essentially have to in today's football. 
Um, but to me, your number one back has got to be Tay. I just wonder how they end up using fleets. I, I the guy's got wheels. I mean, I mean, he's he's. You could use him. Uh, maybe they're using looking at using him as the receiving back out of the backfield. I mean, you, he, obviously he can catch. Speed sweeps. And then, yeah, I mean, there, there's got to be ways to put him in space, take advantage of those wide zone blocks that, you know, you create the, the holes and, and burst through. That's going to be interesting to see. And how many, how often is he used? Yeah, I mean, is, is there packages where you have two running backs in the backfield? At, I mean, and, and again, remember, as, as this thing grows, your packages grow. I, I mean, that was one of the things that they talked about this spring with, with the defensive side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, hey, we're able to do more things than just our base stuff now because these guys understand the terminology. They yeah. understand what our, our concepts are, so we're able to add things. O-line, same thing. I mean, Mate- Coach Mateos talked about that. Hey, look, these guys now understand our concepts. They understand our, our, our terminology. So now we're able to do more things. Is that going to be the same thing? You know, with with your running game and even even with your receiving game, I think you would hope. Um, but at the same time, you don't have the the luxury of having that depth, that experience depth at those positions. So, I think it's going to be a little more hit and miss there. Whereas you're seeing it with the the offensive and defensive line because you have so much experience coming back at those positions. All right, so that that's what's coming up. Uh, a couple of more practices this week, and then the uh, final. Get together, if you will, will be the spring game on Saturday at 12 noon. We'll start our coverage at 11 o'clock uh, from um, from out at the stadium, and uh, we'll talk more about that coming up next as we visit with Paul Thorpe from the Office of Baylor Alumni. That is next right here on ESPN Central Texas. But right now, let's take a second and talk about Circle Drug. In fact, I will have to go to Circle Drug today. I called in and said, hey, uh, I need to get some prescriptions refilled. And they said, look, uh, delivery, or you're going to come by here? And I said, no, you know me. I'm coming by. And, and But that that's the options you have. You can have it delivered to your home or to your office, or you can go by there, and you can go through the drive through window. You can They have a walk-up window. They'll come out to your vehicle, or you can go in. And I always choose to go in and visit with everybody and, and uh, you know, chit-chat and see Doc Everett and the entire crew at Circle Drug. I mean, because it's – look, one of the things that they strive to do is is not only – you're, you're more than just a customer. I mean, you are part of the group, if you will. I mean, they, they want you to feel that way. They want you to feel warm when you when you go in there, and they want you to feel comfortable when you go in there, and they want, they want, they want to win your confidence that you know when you go to Circle Drug or, or call Circle Drug – that uh, you're going to be well taken care of when it comes to whatever your needs may be. Locally owned independent pharmacy, and they act like it. I mean, that's what I love about them. I mean, it's not this big conglomerate where one day, you know, Fred's behind the counter and the next day it's it's uh, Sally. You know, look, it's the same group of folks at Circle Drug day in and day out, and uh, they're going to take great care of you. And when you walk in, you know, shoot – it's not going to take long for them to learn your name. And, and you walk in and they'll say, you know, you know, hey, Norm. And, you know, and, and you know, Norm will say, hey, you know, 
<laughs> what are you laughing at? Uh, no. And Norm goes in there. He does. I bet he does. He does. Free delivery to your home or office, as we mentioned. Uh, prescription compounding, diabetic shoes and inserts. They do vaccines, and I love their hours. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and Saturday, 9 until 2. It's Circle Drug. They're at 3211 Robinson Drive. Here's the phone number if you want to get uh, you want to call in a prescription or get your uh, your your doctor to call it in at 662-0774, 662-0774. So the next time your doctor says, hey, we got to get you a prescription, where you want me to call this into, tell them Circle Drug. Baylor Baseball, here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Monday evening at Baylor Ballpark hosting the Lamar Cardinals. 6.15 for the warm-up show. It's a 6.30 first pitch for Baylor Lamar Baseball Monday. Join Derek Smith and Ryan Boyd for Baylor Bear Baseball right here on ESPN Central Texas. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Rangers lost three of the four games with the Angels after yesterday's defeat 8-3. They have a day off today and start a three-game series at Seattle on Tuesday. 
The Astros lost at Seattle 7-2. They have their home opener at 7-10 tonight against the Angels. A busy week for Baylor baseball starts tonight at home against Lamar. First pitch is at 6.30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Luka Doncic reportedly will miss game two of the Mavericks series with Utah. That game tips off at 7.30 tonight with the Jazz leading the series one game to none. Jordan Spieth won the first playoff hole over Patrick Cantley to win the RBC Heritage Golf Classic. It's the Texans' first win since last year's Valero Texas Open. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Garrett's 840-20 away from 9 as uh, we move through a uh, a Monday. And again, uh, spring game, as we mentioned, is coming up on Saturday, and there's going to be a big uh, barbecue cook-off, and we'll talk more about that coming up uh, a little later on as uh, we get closer to Saturday. Now, Garrett, uh, I, we mentioned the USFL and all the stuff on the field about the USFL. What did you think about – Jason Garrett as a analyst in the booth. It wasn't bad. Uh, <laughs> I, I like him better than Romo. I'm not a big Romo in the booth guy. Well, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I'm not either. I think sometimes it gets a little too, you know, where, where my head's spinning a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know. No, I mean, he look, he did a good job of – I thought it was interesting to see him try to break down the terminology and figure out, the you know, what they were calling um, – just little football insights here and there on like the audibles and, and some of the the things you could you could hear. And watching him kind of look at the play, um, there was one situation uh, where he was looking at the set and the downs. We're like, well, we're gonna have two tight ends going out and yada yada. He broke it down, uh, and that's what it was. So it, it's always cool to hear an inside perspective of somebody who really understands the game inside and out. Talk about it, but you bring up a good point. They talk about it where it's not over your head. Yeah. He's got to be able to speak in terms that we as, you know, just regular football fans. Yeah, exactly. Where we get it. I mean, you know, if he says, you know, two tight ends and they're going to be. But when they start, sometimes they get into terminology and uh, it it, it just gets a bit much. Uh, And, and, you know, you're like, hang on a second. You know, I just want to watch the game. You know, if you want to tell me why this worked, why it didn't work. And, and what you anticipate coming, that's great. But sometimes it's like, okay, we're having a staff meeting uh, on national television, you yeah. know, for football coaches. And I like some of it. Look, like, I mean, it's not overkill on the terminology. It's it's just like brief little things here and there that keep you intrigued and, and make you view the, the game a little differently and look at an aspect from where – it's like I, I've gotten to the point where I like watching different position groups at times when I'm mm-hmm. watching a game. Like instead of just – like just watching the game in general, like one series, I want to, I'll just strictly focus on an offensive lineman or one player at a time. Just kind of see what they're doing away from the ball. And I think that's kind of like what those guys do. And they do a good job of teaching you what to look for in in those aspects of it. Um, But overall, I think, I think he did a really good job uh, for his, I guess it's his first time in the booth, essentially for this in any way. Somebody had a great point. I think it was, uh, I don't. I don't remember if it was the Athletic or if it was uh, FootballScoop.com, mm-hmm. but they were talking about Jason Garrett, and they said, "Now hang on a second. Here's a guy that when he held a press conference, 
basically was plain Jane Vanilla. Didn't tell you anything. Didn't have a ton of personality when he was doing it. It was just kind of matter of fact, here's what we're doing. And, he, and, and I'm at this podium because the NFL requires me to be at this podium. Mm-hmm. And then he's Mr. Personality in the booth. And they were like, now, where, where is this coming from? Well, I think that's the, the great misconception from a lot of people. Like, like if you look at Belichick, if, if you just judged Belichick off of his press conferences, you'd be like, dude, this guy's, you know, a jerk. I don't – but when you – See him, or like they did a series uh, about him and, and going, and you get to see away from the game, away from those moments. Mm-hmm. You get to see people's real personalities. And I think that's a good thing with Garrett. When he was coming up to the podium, I mean, he was, it was strictly business. Boy, and, and that's the way it should have been. Yeah. You know, but, and, but, but, and again, but he never gave you, he never went one inch further than, than what he was required to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I and mean, it was, it was, this is NFL rules that, that we hold X amount of press conferences and that we do certain things, and uh, Jerry needs me to do certain things, and we're going to do those things, and that's it. I mean, he uh, there just wasn't a whole lot of pizzazz going along with those basic nuts and bolts. You know what I mean? Yeah, but- I also feel like, and I understand how that could wear on fans, and I'm not a Cowboys fan, so I can see how that could wear on like like y'all as Cowboy fans, but at the same time, I think that that's a good indication. If, if if he was winning, I think it would have sat better than the losing. I think that you would have you would have liked to see more out of him um, in those losing situations. Take more accountability. I'm assuming that's where you're going with. Well, that. no, win, lose, or draw. I think the beat writers were looking for stuff to write about, and, and he wasn't really giving it, them a whole it, well, heck of a that's, lot. That's that Nick Saban philosophy, right? Yeah. Like you ain't giving that rat poison. Yeah. So I understand where he was coming from with it. And speaking of broadcasting, uh, you know, he left the he left the the set, went out and decided he was going to coach in the NFL. A colossal failure with several off the field issues, some asinine decisions made by Urban Meyer. Yet Urban Meyer says, "Hey, I think I want to do football again on TV." I, do, I can't stand Urban Meyer. I mean, you know, I'll be honest. I, I, I always thought he was a little, you know, it, when he was with his stops at, what, Florida and Ohio State, uh, I thought he was okay on television. I could take him or leave him. But do you want to watch him now? I don't want Urban Meyer near anything. Like a team, I don't want him coaching. I don't want – that dude is toxic. And – it, it's 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 self-absorbed. Everything about him, he he's just a bad dude, man. In my opinion, I don't want anything to do with Urban Meyer. I mean, whether it's pre-game show coaching or anything. So does he land a job back on national television? I'm sure he will, just because he knows the game and somebody will pay him money to come on and talk. And and more so, more than likely, you're going to see him talking college football. I don't think he'll get a gig. Oh no, no, he's no, not getting no. nothing professional. No, I don't now, think so either. Does he go back and does Fox say? Okay, well, here's your seat back on this morning show. I don't necessarily think it's going to be like that. Well, that's you know, and and I think that's you know, kind of what he's thinking. I mean, where where does he end up, and how, and and where is there a spot for Urban the Meyer? SEC Network or the Big Ten Network doing pregame stuff like they do? I feel like that's more than likely if he was going to get back in TV. Unless I could be wrong on the Fox thing, I just I don't see Fox taking him back or them. But being you, like, come back with open arms here to this show. You I, you make a great point. I mean, he's coached in the SEC. He's coached in the Big Ten. He uh, he could 
he could slide into those network-type positions with the SEC network or the Big Ten network and, and probably feel pretty comfortable uh, analyzing those games. Yeah, I mean, look, because if he went back, and I don't, that's also you got to think, who would he be replacing there? There's, there's people in place. I know we fluctuate from year to year, contracts, and, and people move around and everything, but – at the same time, if you have a, a select at the SEC network that, that show that they have, I believe it's what Paul Feinbaum and Tim Tebow and, and them, do you plug him in there with the Tebow connection, yada, yada, and let them ramble on? Maybe. But do you replace somebody with Urban? I, I wouldn't do that. We'll find out. But he says that he wants uh, – he, he would like to do it again. So. He want all he wants. <laughs> there you go. 847 with 13 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. Alan Samuels has a huge new car and truck inventory in stock today. Brands that win awards – Year after year. You want an example? Okay, fine. Uh, how about the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Quad Cab with total values up to $6,500? Or you can get a $3,000 cash bonus and 2.9% financing for 72 months. And don't forget, first responders, you get an extra $500. This incredible truck gives you everything that you need for power, performance, towing capabilities, and, of course, luxury from bumper to bumper. And you can, uh, man, you can, uh, you, can, you can check it out at Allen Samuels. And, again, this is a repeat winner of Truck of the Year. Uh, and you can check it out at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They got a great selection of Jeeps as well. And, of course, uh, look, they got a, a superb selection of, of new cars. They've got pre-owned vehicles. And, of course, they got a, a terrific service department. It is a complete dealership, and Ted Ting and his crew are waiting on you today. Again, Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You want to check out uh, what they got going on? Here's the, uh, here's the website, alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com. Or you could call them uh, at 772-1000. You say, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to pick up the phone. I'm going to find out if they have a fill-in-the-blank, whatever that means, 2022 Whatever you're looking for, you can call them on ass, 772-1000. It's Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Which organization would you say respects, other than the Cowboys, Zeke Elliott the most? Is there one? Oh, I, mean, I can't think of a team right now at the top of my head that has a worse starting running back. <laughs> I mean, really? I That's just... really rude. That is, I have that down as one of the one of the <laughs> meanest comments you've ever said on this show. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays four to six p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. You know what would be weird? You go over to your buddy's house and he invites you into his bedroom and says, Hey, have you seen my bed? And then he proceeds to take all the covers off his bed, looks at you with no shame, and asks you, Do you like what you see? 
um, awkward. It's the same thing with your truck. A bare bed is an awkward form of truck nudity, and it should be stopped. Now, our lawmakers aren't going to do anything about it, so Pickup Outfitters has decided to take the initiative. In the month of April, all solid bed covers are $250 off when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. You heard right. $250 off all solid bed covers in April. Folding, rolling, retractable, lid style, all $250 off. It's in celebration of our 25th anniversary, but it's also to help you from being that weird guy who wants to show everyone his bed. $250 off solid bed covers in April when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, on the web at createacommotion.com. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Rangers lost three of the four games with the Angels after yesterday's defeat 8-3. They have a day off today and start a three-game series at Seattle on Tuesday. The Astros lost at Seattle 7-2. They have their home opener at 7-10 tonight against the Angels. A busy week for Baylor baseball starts tonight at home against Lamar. First pitches at 6-30, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Luka Doncic reportedly will miss Game 2 of the Mavericks series with Utah. That game tips off at 7.30 tonight with the Jazz leading the series one game to none. Jordan Spieth won the first playoff hole over Patrick Cantley to win the RBC Heritage Golf Classic. It's the Texans' first win since last year's Valero Texas Open. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, uh, finishing up the Urban Meyer thing, uh, Garrett, I did do a little more digging, and, and it does look like that Urban Meyer's headed back to Fox. Now, he said nothing is is complete, and, you know, the I's are not dotted, the T's are not crossed, but he wants to go back and, and, and uh, resume his gig with Fox. He liked it. I wouldn't bring him back. That's just me. I, I don't trust that guy. I feel like everywhere he's gone, there's always controversy. There's always baggage. There's just – I feel like he's a fraud, honestly. There's nothing been finalized yet, but, yeah, I, I plan on going back and doing it. He said, I love Fox. 
and I love their team. I'm sure he did. Sure, they he loved that paycheck show. too. <laughs> they, they have a really good. Their pregame, pre-game is show. outstanding. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, it was live uh, from McLean a couple, uh, yeah. at least once. Like this I, year, I found myself watching it more often than the the ESPN one traditionally. Right? Yeah. you know, a lot of the times. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Eight fifty four, six away from nine. Uh, the Baylor baseball team having won two in a row uh, uh, on uh, Friday and Saturday. Uh, obviously off yesterday for Easter. Back in action today with. Uh, well, this is a busy week. They got a couple of non conference games, and then uh, resume a conference series this weekend. So uh, that'll be. Uh, it, so they got Lamar coming to town tonight. Six fifteen for the pregame. Six thirty for the first pitch. And it'll be interesting to see how Steve Rodriguez and, uh, and Coach Strauss and, and everybody handles the pitching because you do have an additional nine innings of baseball that you got to take care of. Also, but I, I feel like this is a crucial moment for them. They need to show that they can string together some wins. Like, you've won two in a row, and that's good, but you need to put together a few more here. And this is a Lamar team, I think, that went to Norman and won a game. Uh, there was like a little tournament or something going on at Oklahoma with them being open in conference play. Right. So I think there were several teams in there, Pacific and, and Lamar and some others. And, I, and, I, and if I'm not mistaken, Lamar beat Oklahoma. So And it's a good club. I mean, Lamar's a good club. So we'll, we'll see. They're 22-13, and 13, Lamar is, and they're 9-6 and six in the WAC. So uh, Western Athletic Conference, Baylor at 18-17 and 17 overall, 4-8 and eight in the Big 12. And, again, Baylor steps out of non-conference with uh, a game tonight against Lamar. Then they got Sam Houston on uh, on Tuesday night, so they and then you know weekend series coming up uh, on uh, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So they they look they they're, they're going to have to manage nine additional innings and see if they can get a W. All right, so that is going to do it for us as uh, we had fun again. Uh, Ward was off today, off again tomorrow, and uh, he'll be back with us on Wednesday. Have yourself a, don't forget John Morris at three. He's got Steve Rodriguez live from the ballpark, and that is coming up this afternoon right here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll see you in the morning at seven.